This is the Empowered Athlete Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the one and only Natty Boss, lifelong athlete, sports dietitian, breathwork facilitator, personal development junkie, and holistic performance coach. This podcast is here to change the paradigm of what it means to be a high-performance athlete. The intention and mission of this podcast is to help you create freedom, clarity, and balance in your life while giving you the tools to heal yourself, improve your well-being, and optimize performance. I believe that in order to reach our highest potential in this human experience, we must unlearn and let go of everything we've been conditioned to believe about ourselves and the world so that we can truly tap into what our divine path is and have the courage to pursue the curriculum of our soul. It's my hope that after every episode, you feel activated and empowered to make change in your life that supports you in operating from a place of alignment of who you're meant to be. Get ready for major shifts and transformation. It's time to dive in. What's up? Welcome back to the Empowered Athlete Podcast. I am excited to talk with you today about the upper limit problem. This has been a concept that I've been teaching for a very long time, and this is really a cornerstone for you to understand in regard to rewiring limiting beliefs that are holding you back and really understanding the stuckness that you might be experiencing when it comes to reaching goals and different levels of success and feeling like you quote unquote fall off track or you just find that you unintentionally or subconsciously or unconsciously self-sabotage your success and you can't seem to stabilize it. So I really want to dive into this topic because it's so important for you to really understand. And I have full confidence that this conversation will bring a lot of clarity to you to really understand that, first of all, you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. And that through understanding how the mind works and how the body works, you can, as always, empower yourself to create sustainable change, to support you in stepping into that next version of you that you desire. So the upper limit problem was first coined by Gay Hendricks in his book, The Big Leap. So first and foremost, I'll put in the description and the show notes of this episode, his Instagram and a link to Amazon to check out the book if you desire to buy it and read it. It's a great book. And in the book, when he talks about this concept, he proposes that as humans, we have this built in limit for success and happiness that's programmed from childhood. And so this is what he calls our upper limit. It's essentially our ceiling of our comfort zone. And it's like this glass ceiling that you can't see, but you need to move past in order to get to the next level. It's tricky because you can't see it, right? Because it's most likely either unconscious or subconscious. And how this often presents itself is when there's a situation in our life where things are starting to get better, all of a sudden, fears start to awaken in us. This can be anything. So just to give a couple examples, maybe you're starting to do really good in your career. You're starting to hit a stride or get a promotion. Maybe you're starting to find your groove in jujitsu and you're competing a lot and you're winning a lot. Maybe you've embarked on a weight loss journey and you've lost quite a bit of weight and you are like, wow, I'm doing these things. I'm feeling my body better. I'm working out consistently. I'm seeing this weight loss. I'm building strength. So we start to realize that we have all these positive things going for us, but based off whatever our upper limit is, we'll often create a 
tendency, this is again, subconscious and unconscious. So not to blame yourself here because you're not doing this intentionally, but due to that built in limit for success and that programming that we've experienced, we self-sabotage that success because we don't innately feel that we are worthy or capable of actually sustaining it. Other examples that can you can experience such as maybe your health is going well and then if you don't believe that that's something that you can sustain long term, somehow some way you'll find a way to get sick, to get ill, to get injured because it's going to reinforce that belief. Or we'll create an accident. A big one in relationship is arguments. When things are going well in relationships, we will literally create arguments out of nothing because we're used to the turmoil. And again, it feels safe in our system to have this turmoil because it's what we have always known, but it's deeply rooted in a belief system that no longer serves us. And so we can see how if I'm self-creating an argument, when everything is going well, it creates now discord, it creates disconnection, and it reinforces that belief that we have, perhaps in this example around relationships, that, oh, wow, relationships are a struggle, right? If that's a belief that you hold, relationships are not easy. Relationships are a struggle. If that's the belief you hold, then of course it makes sense that you would create struggle because it's your actions are always going to follow your belief. When it comes to this concept, we will find a way to mess things up that are going well for us to knock ourselves down, to allow us to fall off track to where we were before. And so obviously this creates a lot of limits, a lot of resistance, and just stuckness in pursuit of the success and the goals that we have. I want to share a really common weight loss example. Having worked with athletes, this comes up so much, and this is what I support athletes through. So we may come in with a desire to lose weight. And then through integrating and implementing all these different behavior changes, you start to see some progress. As I said, it's usually when things are going well, you start to see progress, you start to see weight loss, you start to feel better in your skin, building strength, you're moving better. And then all of a sudden, a belief pops up, a thought pops up. And this is the thought that needs to be addressed Because if we don't do that, then we will create these self-sabotaging, self-fulfilling prophecies because our actions always follow our beliefs. So if we believe that we're not capable of lasting change, we're not capable of lasting success, or we believe that we are not consistent, if that's a belief that you hold, that I'm just not a consistent person, right? Then it's going to show in your actions because you'll be consistent for a period of time and then that limiting belief will come up the top of that ceiling, that glass ceiling. And then it'll say, remember, you're not consistent. So then there's going to be whatever you tend to do to knock yourself off track so that you can say, I knew it. I knew I wasn't consistent. See, I have proof. But this is not serving us. So we have to understand how do I rewire these beliefs so that I'm not in my own way. Right. So I'm going to get to that in a second. And I love to use the analogy of a thermostat versus a thermometer, which I'll get to in a moment to really explain this concept. But what I wanted to share first, which is really, really important, is that our success 
in life, in jujitsu, with every facet of our life, is reflective of the beliefs we hold about ourselves and what we are capable of attaining or achieving, as well as our nervous system's ability to hold success and goodness in our life. Our success is reflective of the beliefs we hold about ourselves and what we are capable of attaining or achieving, as well as our nervous system's ability to hold success and goodness in our life. When we've had a lot of experiences in our life where we've experienced something good, but then maybe it was shut down or something bad happened afterwards, we unconsciously make this association that it's not safe to really succeed. It's not safe to have good things in our life. So when things start to become good, our nervous system gets a little activated and this can deter us from really shifting and really stepping into that version of us that we desire. So as we embark on new things, how we work with our nervous system here to allow for this success to be in our life is we need to adjust to safety along the way. We need to adjust to safety along the way so that our bodies can be rewired to allow the success to not only happen in the moment, but to actually stay there. Because there's a difference between losing 10 pounds, right? This happens all the time. People embark on short-term fad diets to lose 10 pounds. They do it initially, and then they gain the weight back. There's a lot of reasons for that because they're not set up for success to be empowered or have knowledge to really understand behavior change, all of that stuff. But there's also a deeper level that's more mental around this limiting belief concept where they also don't believe in themselves enough to be able to sustain it because they're not creating safety in their body along the way to realize that as new new things and good things are happening and coming into our life, we need to stabilize safety and tell ourselves that it's safe to experience this thing that's happening for me. It's safe to experience this easygoing relationship that I'm in. It's safe to experience this weight loss that I'm embarking on and seeing progress with. It's safe to experience my success and celebrate my jujitsu success that I'm having. Safety always comes first because as soon as we lose safety, that's when we really turn towards our coping mechanisms, our self-sabotaging tendencies. And so whenever we notice ourselves back into those old patterns, our first line of defense is to create safety in our system. So that was a lot in a short amount of time. But this is such an important concept because I really want to see you succeed. I really want you to break through the barriers that are holding you back because at this moment you might be thinking, or maybe before this episode, that there's something wrong with you. There's something flawed within you. Why aren't you capable of X, Y, Z? Everyone else is doing it and you can't seem to break through. And I want you to know that it's so possible for you, but it does require you to do some inner work. It requires you to do some reflection, honest self-assessment of what are the beliefs that you're holding? Because if you're not clear and honest about that, then you will constantly be on this hamster wheel that you're on. So to break it down using the analogy of a thermostat and thermometer, which is my favorite, 
And I'll use a personal example in this as well. So when it comes to a thermostat versus a thermometer, right? A thermostat is basically the mechanism that sets the tone or the temperature, if you will, sets it in advance for how high or low the therm thermometer can go. So in a way, the thermometer is a little reactionary based off the thermostat. So when we think of it in this context, the therm thermostat, I want you to think of as your beliefs, right? Thermostat are your beliefs that you hold. It's the built-in limit. The thermostat is the built-in limit often created from our childhood upbringing that involve our caretakers, teachers, our peer groups, our family, our parents, our mentors, our friends. Whatever you were taught or modeled, whether it was directly or indirectly, was absorbed into your subconscious somehow, some way, and created these limits, created these beliefs that formed your perception and the way in which you view your ability and the world and other people. So it's important to realize that this is the therm thermostat, right? Because once that's set, your thermometer is your ability to see how high you can go. And so if your thermostat is set really low, a low bar, right? And there's a lot of limiting factors, a lot of limiting beliefs. Well, then your ther thermometer can only go so far. So in order to change our thermometer, in order to change our ability and our action, because our actions follow our beliefs, right? So in order to change our actions and actually follow through in a consistent way, it's not a matter of changing the thermostat, right? It's not necessarily changing the actions, which is what we always tend towards. What next action do I need to take? What next action do I need to take? And we end up just constantly trying, 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 which is not a bad thing in and of itself. But if we're not addressing the beliefs, we're going to be constantly disappointed because the beliefs literally form the foundation of what we're able to achieve. So what I want you to know is that your power comes in the realization that you are in control of the thermostat, that although it's set, you are in control of adjusting it. And then when you adjust your thermostat, only then can your thermometer rise higher and break through the glass ceiling. So the thermostat right now might be set with what your parents told you growing up, with what your peers or your grandparents, these beliefs, these thoughts, these ideologies, these anything and everything that, again, you've been physically modeled or maybe you were indirectly told and you just saw it through other people's examples. I'm going to share one with you around a shift that I've made, but one that was deeply seated in my belief system that held me back a long, long time. And in order to build a business, which was my end goal, to be able to do what I want to do and support people and, and serve to the level that I desire and the mission that I have, I really needed to address this upper limit. For me, this one example is about money. So at our ther again, our therm thermostat is our built-in limit that we have the power to adjust and to change. So we get to change the belief systems that we hold so that they support us in the creation of a reality that we desire. So the a few beliefs that I had that I want to share were money is limited, money doesn't grow on trees, 
Making money requires great sacrifice. Desiring more than the bare minimum to survive is excessive and selfish. These were some of my personal limiting beliefs that I held for a very long time. And it caused me to be really closed off, not only to receiving money, it caused me to be closed off to spending money. I had a terrible relationship with money, a terrible relationship, a toxic relationship. And I desired all these things for myself, but yet I couldn't seem to follow through because these were the belief systems I was holding. So once I rewrote these belief systems, not only mentally in my mind, but actually felt into with my body, a new way of being and relating to money, then in that shift, my actions were able to follow this new belief system. So let me share some of the new beliefs that I have around money. The new narratives that I've created is money is an energy and the amount of money I allow into my life is reflective of the frequency I hold most often. This is what I believe. I believe money is attracted to who we are and who we are is what frequency we're holding. Are we vibrating at a lower frequency of fear, scarcity, and doubt? We're going to track that level of money. Or are we vibrating to celebration, gratitude, joy, excitement? We will attract that level of money. I've done an immense amount of energetic work. So if this doesn't resonate with you, if you don't understand this, that's totally okay because this is my belief right now. But if you're interested in this, feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to share my view and my belief systems around this because it's radically different from the way I was raised. Another belief I have is money is limitless. There's an abundance of money because money is energy and energy is limitless. I also believe that making money can be fun and easy. I don't believe that money has to be a struggle. It can be fun. It can be easy to make money. And I also believe that any desire I have is divinely inspired and I have a right and the ability to attain it or it wouldn't have been given to me. That download, that feeling in my body, that intuitive pull, it wouldn't have come to me if it wasn't meant for me. And so I believe it's my right to follow through with that. It's my birthright that I am meant for it so long as I can open up to receiving it by increasing my frequency. So these are the new narratives I have around money. And I'd be really curious to hear what some of your limiting beliefs and upper limits are. Again, it can be money related if you want to share that with me. I'm always open to that conversation. Or if it's something related to something you're going through in jujitsu or just life or career or whatever you're noticing, feel free to share it. Again, you can always share those insights on Instagram and you could tag us at Body by Boss LLC. I would love to support you in that. But I really want to invite you to do a little exercise. Okay, so the first is to simply write out all of the beliefs that you have. Start with what are the themes that come up for you most often? When you desire something, when something's going well, what is the first but that comes up or the first doubt or the first thought? Maybe it's the inner critic that tries to tear you down. Just make a brain dump of everything that comes up. And then in that brain dump, 
notice if there's any recurring themes, and then you can maybe circle the themes or highlight different colors of the themes. And this is just to gain clarity and understanding of like, what are the thoughts going on in your mind? Because this is the first step is to really gain clarity, get awareness. Once you do that, then you can start with rewiring these belief systems. There's a couple ways you can start with this. Number one is you can just rewire them and rewrite them in affirmations. So whatever you are, whatever your belief is, again, something that is kind of a a nice little mirror to each other is instead of money is limited, money is abundant, money is limitless, right? So that one's an easy example of just like the opposite that you can use as a mantra. But because our mind is generally hardwired to avoid change, I do believe that affirmations on their own aren't as potent as they can be when you integrate the body with it. So what that means is feeling into what a new belief system would feel like, feeling into the sensations that come up in your body if you were to believe this new thought. Let your body be a part of the experience because that's how we rapidly transform. The mind itself, again, is is hardwired to resist change. But when we can bypass the mind and enter the body and start feeling and living from what this belief system will feel like and create safety while we're doing that, this is what rapid transformation looks like. And we'll be able to hold this new belief system quicker. And therefore, the actions that we take will reflect this new belief system quicker. And we'll see a radical shift in our reality quicker, which is what my goal is for you so that we are unstuck and we are moving through this resistance as quickly as possible so we can get to that next level. So I hope that this was helpful. This is a lot of the work that we do in all of our coaching programs, but we do this a lot inside the performance blueprint because as they're embarking on the behavior changes and all of these goals that these women commit to in the program, this comes up all of the time. And this is why our program is life-changing because it's not just a matter of giving you information and letting you run away with it. And I don't really check in if you do it or not do it, right? Because that's not going to support you in the long-term transformation that I want for you and that you want for yourself. The, The juiciness is really in when you are embarking on the actions and you're taking all these little steps and you're noticing resistance, you're noticing this kind of sluggish feeling of why can't I just do this thing that seems so simple? That's when we get to dive deeper and say, what are the beliefs that are coming up around this? Because that's what we need to address. And that's what we need to shift in order for you to be able to make the change that's supporting the version of you that you've literally joined this program to do. So if that's the type of mentorship and support that you desire, I highly recommend that you apply to the Performance Blueprint. Our cohort starts May 1st. We're running till the end of July. We have a retreat in the Dallas, Texas area. Uh, The last three days of the program, it truly is an epic experience. And I would love for you to be a part of it if you're a female jiu-jitsu athlete and you desire a holistic approach to optimizing your health, your performance, your overall well-being. This program will empower you. And if that's something you want to be a part of, we would love to have you. We would love to serve you. So again, if you loved this episode, if this was helpful for you, share it with a friend, family, teammate. You can tag us in any insights or downloads or anything that you learned 
on Instagram at Body by Boss LLC. We would love to repost it and share it and celebrate you in showing up for yourself and educating yourself and, you know, just being open-minded to learning and exploring how to optimize every aspect of your life and who you are. And I will see you in the next episode, my loves, and bye for now.